How you doing, Sanzi? Doing well. Doing well. Welcome back to another episode of the Puck Rambles Podcast. I believe this is episode 32? 32. Yeah, we 32. are slowly but surely uh, climbing up there. Yeah, we're getting climbing up there. Climbing up to 100. Yeah. The uh, draft, the NHL 2015 draft is now over complete. Yeah. <laughs> this was supposed to be a draft of prospects, but it ended up being a draft of trades. This was an unbelievably exciting draft. I can't remember. I really can't remember this many moves being made at a draft. Uh, Not at this time of year, no. It was insane. It was insane. Like you had that feeling going into it that, you know, some things are going to happen. But what happened, you know, I was thinking more of like a, a Kessel Sharp kind of thing. Maybe a Exactly what I was going to say. But yeah. like none of those things happened. You know, it was just, but but everything else that could happen did. You know, it seems like so. But everything uh, else that could happen that you couldn't have foreseen. Yeah, yeah, that's we, what I mean. Like nobody really thought that. Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect word for it. Yeah, nobody could foresee what was going to happen. It was fun. It was a hell of a lot of fun. So coming in, we everybody sort of picked Chicago, like you said, Toronto to be in play because they're yeah. they're up against the cap and or well Chicago's up against the cap Toronto just needs to rework their entire team. Yep. But everybody thought those two were going to be the ones offering the talent. But it ended up being what was it? It was Colorado and the big players for today or or yesterday, sorry, were the Ottawa Senators and mostly the Boston Bruins. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The Boston Bruins did away with three key uh, parts of their roster. They had Carl Soderberg to start off with. Then they moved on to some big fish. They did, they did away with Lucic, the beast, and then Dougie Hamilton, yeah, their number two defenseman in terms of quality of play, in terms of quality of opponents, in terms of number of minutes on the ice. It, it just blew my mind. And what? He's like in his early 20s, just coming off his, his first contract. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I really don't. And um, I don't think they know what they're doing. It doesn't seem that way. And I, I, I just got done reading something earlier today where uh, some writers were on the floor saying that uh, other GMs were basically just taking the piss out of him, just saying like this guy has no idea what he's doing. Uh, laughable was the quote. They're not going to name uh, GMs, people who are saying this, but but that was the word going around. Uh, yeah. So I mean they. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, this is a team that, you know, won a cup a few years ago. They were in a cup final in 2013. They won the President's Trophy two years ago. Last year, they were banged up. So all the moves that they're making are rebuild moves. And yet Don, uh, and yet Sweeney's sitting here saying, their new GM is saying, no, 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 man, we're still a playoff team. No, like, we're still a playoff team. We're going forward. Uh, that's what he's saying. But what he's doing, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't really match, does it? Well, you best hope that Krejci comes back to form and Bergeron does not leave form. Yeah, well, you still got two really great quality centers. Uh, you still got a great goaltender. But that back end now, severely weakened. It's two big, big losses in two years. Yep, you lost Boychuk last year. You lose Hamilton this year. And, you know, when you put all this together, 
you know, they've essentially lost uh, Aginla, Boychuk, Soderberg, Hamilton, Lucic, and they got a backup goaltender, Martin Jones. And a bunch of draft picks. Yeah, and a bunch of draft picks. So, yeah, so, so that was all set up for them. They had the 13th, 14th, 15th overall pick. Unprecedented. Uh, yeah, I, saw, I was reading somewhere where they said uh, that's the first time in NHL history, and then I saw somewhere else where they said it's the first time in 47 years. So, I, I don't know. It's not something I really looked up. I believe, I believe the last time it was 1968 Habs. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, there you go. So, so then 47 years, whatever. So, so uh you know, so they have a chance to really hit one out of the park here, and they get three pitches, and they pretty much struck out. Um, I, I, I just don't know what they're doing. A- everyone they picked was uh, projected way later, uh, and yeah. their last pick was was projected not even in that round. It was in like the second or third round. So I'm not. I just don't know what they were doing. I don't know. I don't know what direction this team is heading in. Don't know what the plan is anymore. Uh, yeah, they've lost three really, really key pieces now in the last uh, year. What did you think? Because uh, the, the Dougie Hamilton trade is horrendous. Yep. Yeah, they traded Dougie Hamilton, a number two defenseman, basically, on a good team for a first rounder and two second rounders. Yeah, and 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 I think you got to emphasize a number two defenseman at the age of twenty one. Yes, you know, like yes. I mean, this guy was. I I saw something the other day where, uh, uh, what was it? It was a list of uh, elite defensemen at the age of twenty-one. How many points they scored? And uh, you know, it, it's forty plus, forty plus points. And Hamilton's on that list of of guys like Weber and Dowdy and Carlson. And so yes, he's a number two defenseman, at and, he's the age of and he's still an RFA, and he's and he's still an RFA. Yeah, it's just. And, you know, how does Boston mess that up? You know, this guy was the number nine pick, first-round pick, overall, you know, ninth overall in 2011, and he's gone. He's gone, and they got nothing for it. You know, they got a bunch of uh, projects now. Um, they also they also have nothing left over from that Kessel trade that yeah. was so lopsided in their favor, and now they have nothing to show for it. They've done away with Sege and Dougie Hamilton, both components of the Kessel trade that just, yeah, it's, yeah. Blow, it's blowing my mind what these guys are doing. It is. And, and, and I mean, how soon we, we, we sort of forget, or maybe not forget, but I mean, how, it wasn't that long ago that these guys in, uh, you know, TD Garden are sitting there chanting, you know, thank you, Kessel, you know, <laughs> and that's gone. That's gone. You're right. It, like, it's all gone now. It, it just... This dude looks like a rookie, Sweeney. You know, uh, yeah. not. But he, the, the the thing that he looks to me is he he does. He, I mean, he's a he's a rookie, so he does look like a rookie. But he looks unprepared. Yeah, well, that's yeah. I should say as yeah. if getting a thirteenth through fifteenth pick overall was just too much. Yeah, there was who else? Do I, who else you got? You got somebody? Yeah. I ain't got nobody on my yeah. list. Hurry up! I, we got thirty seconds left. I, I, I was one <laughs> deep on this list. I yeah. didn't go fourteen yeah. deep. Yeah, like it was just. What are you guys doing? I, I don't so, I just I just don't know. There were so many players on the board at thirteen. 
Um, and the thing, like, th- this is a Sally crap crunch, right? This is why they did away with Lucic. Yeah. This is why they did away with Soderbergh. And, it's, and it is, in some ways, why they did away with Hamilton. So it's not completely residing on Sweeney's, on Sweeney's shoulders. No, no, no. Some I of mean, that blame yeah. does deserve to go to Shirelli. It does for the contracts gone. he signed and the way he put that team together, sure. for sure. And, and yeah, the Lucic yeah. thing is kind of like, okay, that's fine. Because this guy's coming off not a... Great. Let's talk about yeah. that trade. Lucic for... A first rounder, the thirteenth overall, a higher first round pick yeah. than they got for Dougie Hamilton, yeah. plus Martin Jones, a serviceable backup, yeah. one of the best backups in the league, at least you know, say percentage for wise, sure, yeah. and a very very good prospect in terms of Colin Miller, a defenseman for, who was playing for the Monarchs last year, who had an impact. He's an offensive defenseman. Mm-hmm. So they got a return from Milan Lucic, and they should have gotten. isn't that bad. I mean, they did have to no. retain a bit of salary, but... Ha- the, yeah, the, 50% of Lucic's salary yeah. go, is retained by Boston. But, you know, so on that on you know, on you that note, it sort of looks like, eh, but, but it, this is not a bad trade, I don't think. Um, especially since, you know, Lucic's coming off a... Lucic? Uh, Lucic is coming off a uh, off year. Um, not quite sure if he's the player he used to be. That's the point of um, that and, off and he year. Probably will, you know, he's got one year left on his contract, and, and he probably isn't going to sign with Boston next year anyway because he's going to cash in wherever he goes, and, and that's not going to Not if he plays Not if he plays like he did last yeah, year again. Yeah, that's true. Maybe not. but, but Because he looked slow. He looked yeah. like he lost 14 steps. He, you know what he looked like to me? He looked like Mike Komisarek after mm-hmm. he got the crap kicked out of him by Lucic. He looked like he was four steps yeah. behind the play at all times. His head wasn't there. He his his hockey IQ wasn't up to par. wasn't making up for the for the for the slow footed, you know the the slow footed being that he was. So sorry, a slow footed player that he's become. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so so again, I mean, it doesn't. It, it's not that bad of a trade. Taking all of no, that into consideration. No, I think I think it's a good trade. Yeah. Plus, it's cap relief. Yeah, exactly. So you take all that into consideration. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. think every every single team in that division just had a little party for not having to play Milan Lucic every four times or five times a year. Yeah, for sure. And everyone in San Jose just uh, crapped their pants. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. yes, especially because he's got to come back into the beast mode. That yeah, he, yeah, like that Vancouver Giants Milan Lucic, that that guy who just walked into the league. That guy was a beast. Yeah, and he was fun. I mean, as much as uh, he was, he was a player you loved to hate. And, and, you, and you love those players. But you always yeah. respected until yeah. he started whining, until he started pulling those, those I'll beat the crap out of you only if I can. Yeah, and and that's what I mean. And, and it's sort of, that trade in itself is sort of like a microcosm of, of like Boston, you know, where they just were the big bad Bruins and they were sort of the villains and everyone loved to hate them. But it was fun, right? And there was a respect level there. And now yeah. it's just like, you know, with with what's gone on there the last year, um, you know, I know last year they struggled. They they missed the playoffs by two points, but you know they had a, a great great second half of the season, or at least the last third of the season. They were really beat up, really injured. You know, and again, I mean, th- there's a lot. There's still a lot of pieces there for them to be a good team, and now they're just not sure. Uh, so yeah, looking ahead, when you when you break down each trade, when you break down the day. It looked a lot worse for Boston yeah. than it actually was. Because the, the the thing that happened was they they came out on top or at least equal on the Milan Lucic trade. Yeah. They did well with Soderbergh. That didn't matter if they got rid of him. They did lose a Dougie Hamilton trade, 
but it wouldn't have been that bad if they had done something with those first round picks. And that's where they killed themselves. They, they shot themselves in the foot because they couldn't do anything with those three first round picks. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They, they, they set themselves up to knock it out of the park with a 13, 14, 15, and they basically struck out. I mean, they really did. They, they left a ridiculous amount of players on the board. Very high-end, talented players. Um, so it's just, yeah. and, and that's why they lost that day. Yep. That's why they lost those trades. It's not really for, for the for the return on the individual trades. It's because they screwed up yeah. the 13, 14, 15th overall pick. Let's move on. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. The other Buffalo big, was, big, big name that moved yesterday. there. Yep. Buffalo Sabres. Matt Murray has done a great job since taking over. He's done a great job twice. And the outcome, the outcomes are the polar opposite. He did a great job tanking and setting, yes. up, setting himself up for the lottery. Still got uh, Eichel, though. And he got Eichel, which is great. Uh, and then now all of a sudden he's done a great job saying, all right, let's start putting yeah, this together. Yeah, we're not tanking anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And so now with Ryan O'Reilly down the middle, they've got Eichel, O'Reilly, uh, Sam Reinhardt, who's yet to play. Uh, he's going to be playing. Probably uh, next season, and then uh, Gergensen's, who has been there, and um, I mean, if that guy's your fourth line center, my gosh, uh, that's they're deep down the middle, very very deep. Um, Which is part one, right? Which is part one of what you need to build a contender. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do is part you know, two. You need some D. Yeah, you look at some of their counterpart in, in Edmonton, and they're building on the wing, and that's what you don't do. That's, that's the worst. Uh, that's the worst you thing know, you could. Possibly now they've do. got that problem solved. Uh, in a big in way. In a big way with McDavid and uh, Nugent Hopkins and Drysaddle down the middle. They're also really good down the middle. So, um, yeah. but And they had the same problems, again, yeah. D. Yeah, and, and that's where Buffalo's still at, right? Um, nothing on the back end right now. Although I sort of forgot about Bogosian. Um, that's you know, true. Last year. Because let's not forget, last year they got uh, Vander Kane as well. So they got another highly skilled winger. Uh, they brought in Bogosian. That's a bit of a wash, though. Tyler Myers, Bogosian. Um, they got a goalie also this draft. And they got a goalie, yeah. That's right. Robin Leonard mm-hmm. uh, and David Langwan, who's going to be perhaps taking up one of those center positions, maybe the fourth one. Yeah, he probably will. Probably Just will. in case, mm-hmm. you know, maybe put some put one of those rookies on the wing. Um, I'm not sure about that particular trade. They gave up a lot. They gave up a first rounder, especially compared to what... For Lehner? Yeah, especially yeah, compared to yeah. what other backups around the league were getting or got after that trade. Yeah, that's sort of what um, everyone's saying, right? The uh, the goalies who went early, you know, cost a lot. And then uh, teams just waited them out, uh, like Shirelli did with Talbot, and uh, just didn't cost as much at the end of the day. That's right. Although, I'm not sure about Talbot either. The thing that, that everyone's talking about these goalies moving, I think Jones is probably the strongest goalie that did move. Everyone, everything else is just unproven. Yeah, everything else is unproven. Talbot had a good run, but it, but it's it's a small sample. Yeah, size. really good. And run, he's, and he's older. Size. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, Laner again. I mean, he's when he plays. When he plays. He's when he plays. He's good, but he just sure. he's often injured. You know. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, serious injuries like concussions. Yeah, and, and that's stuff. what I was so, gonna say. Like uh, big injuries too, like that. So exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that Ryan O'Reilly trade. Let's break it down. Yeah. So Ryan O'Reilly and Jamie McGinn, who is a very 
fun player to have on your team yep. and a horrible player to play against. Yeah. Um, was packaged for a defenseman, Nikita Zadorov. Uh-huh, Zadorov, yeah. Z- sorry, Zadorov, sorry. So Nikita Zadorov, who is supposed to be a really good prospect slash player. He has played a year, although it wasn't his greatest year. Uh, Grigorenko, who sort of fell out of favor with the Buffalo Sabres. He's trying to crack the NHL team, but hasn't been able to. Yeah, he just... Yeah, he, he just... He's been up and down, up and down, up and down, and he just hasn't been able to stick. Um, so, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens to him because he was a pretty high pick, wasn't he? Uh, he was a first-rounder, but he, he was supposed to be top three. Yeah, he was a first-rounder. But, in but that I mean, Nell Yakupov. I think he was top ten, wasn't he? But he fell. Him yeah. and Philip Forsberg just kept falling. And then Buffalo just said enough, and they picked him up. At the same, at the same time, they picked up mm-hmm. um, the Latvian, you just said his name, uh, Gergensen's right. Gergensen, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they pick Gergensen, and right after they pick Greg Renko. So which which goes to show Gergensen's doing it, Greg Renko isn't. They came in at the same time. Greg Renko sees that he's getting frustrated. Yeah. He he does what they're asking, but he's still not coming through, and it has, it has a lot to do with playing, you know, playing hockey without the puck. Yeah. Because the one thing that happens in juniors is once you get the puck, you can keep the puck if you got the skill sets to do it. But in NHL level, you gotta find a puck. You gotta get the puck, and that's all. That's what they. That's what they mean by playing without the puck. You gotta find the puck, and you gotta get it. Yeah. And he's not doing that, right? Mm-hmm. And so he needs to develop that part of his game. Um, also, come uh, another prospect comfort and a second round pick, thirty first overall, which is quite high. It's almost a first round pick. It's the uh, first yeah, yeah. pick of the uh, second round. So the, it, it did cost him. At least a very good D and perhaps, you know, almost a first rounder plus the unknown of Gregorenko who's going to Colorado playing for his old coach, Patrick Waugh, might get something out of him. Although Patrick Waugh totally dismissed him during the, during that particular draft. That was his first draft in Colorado. Yeah. And he, uh, he fell to number 12. uh, That's right. Just looked up there. So he fell to number 12. Mm -hmm. And his teammate went 11th, I'm guessing, right? Uh, Gergensen? I think so. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so good trade. I think it's a good trade for both. I mean, I don't think anybody truly, truly won. Of course, Ryan O'Reilly is a proven player. Therefore, Buffalo did win that trade because whoever wins, whoever gets the best player wins. Yeah. But there are quite a few unknowns here going back to Colorado. So, and they're getting finally a D-man that's supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, which they yeah. desperately they need. They really need it too, yeah. Um. And I just think, you know, this is this is what you do, right? When you're bad for this long, like Buffalo has been, um, and you have all these prospects and you have all these uh, assets, you've got to use them, right? And Especially so that's, if you can so package them like did. that. You know, I mean, yeah, well done. they gave up, as you said, Greg and Rickle, maybe this guy really turns into something. Uh, you know, he's a big guy, right? Uh, he's big, yeah. Well, he's not. He's not wide. He's not like he doesn't have mass. Yeah, but I think he's, he's got like six one, two hundred. So he's a bigger player. Sure. Um, and then Zadorov, you know, could be a very, very good defenseman one day. The, as you said, an almost first round pick, the thirty first overall pick. But you know, look, you got to give stuff up to get something. And yeah. as we said, you look at Buffalo down the middle now, and they're very good. Eichel, Riley, Reinhardt, Gergensens. Um, all they got to do is solidify that D and hope that Leonard comes through. 
And they got themselves a team. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know what? If if they struggle next year, and let's say they finish bottom, you know, six or seven again, maybe that's not a bad thing. You know, maybe they no, maybe because they, that's yeah. yeah. Or or maybe they don't go for that pick, but maybe they use that high first round draft pick to to get something that they need, right? Uh, you know, a ready to go NHL player right now. Throw them on the back end and, and start going for it. And also, also Tim Murray had the best, best announcements. Every time he just went up there, named off the guy, yeah, yeah. came right off the stage. Yeah, there was, was, there was awesome. none of this, was the, uh, we'd like to thank. Uh, th- thank you, you know. for being here. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Florida, for hosting us. Nope. Thank you. Oh, Stanley Cup champions. You guys are awesome. Yeah, Hawks. Yeah. High five, everybody. High five <laughs> to the Hawks. Uh, what else can I talk about? I'll talk about my kids. Yeah, my kids are doing yeah. well. Um, oh me! Oh no! no I'm not even announcing the pick. Uh, the, the guy yeah, that's going to be announcing yeah, the, the pick guy, is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd like to introduce the guy who's going to be announcing yeah. the pick. Yeah, you heard that. Come a lot. on over. Did you hear NBC? The NBC feed cut off at the 29th pick. Yep. Because it just it went to something ridiculous like cricket or something. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, I was watching. It was or actually lawn bowling. Uh, I think it went up to lawn bowling. It, or it was uh, some track and field track and field event like in Portland, Oregon, or something. Yeah, but uh, you know they cut off the uh, the. You know, Chicago, when they won the cup and the, the boys are skating the cup around, they cut that off too. So, you yeah, know. Big boot at NBC Yeah, for I that. mean, good good, good skills. Nice, nicely done. Uh, I mean, with, you know, but again, I mean, the, the cup was pretty late, right? Because they had that, uh, you know, all the flooding and everything in Chicago the night that they won. I and don't and care. the cup was pretty late. So you can kind of maybe forgive them a little bit. No, uh, but yeah, ultimately this happens once a yeah, year. Man. Once a I, year, man, this I'm is this you. is this isn't happening every five minutes. This isn't this this is once yeah, yeah. a year. Uh, well, I'm man, just I'm just way, saying. If had, just, had the cup to not continue, been, to continue uh, to continue on this tangent, how did you feel when you saw the cup come out and and uh, Chicago winning it? I had chills, man. I, I had like goosebumps. Ah, uh, really? Oh man, I was I was almost in tears. That's a beautiful, beautiful trophy, mate. Oh yeah, no, I love that. But I, I didn't. I mean, you always get a little excited. Yeah. Oh sure. man, that was like I was like but a twelve, year, my, a 12 uh, year old child all over again. Yeah, I, I sort of get that. I sort of get that. But then it it fades for me very quickly. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's not your yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. But but yeah, of course, when they're always bringing it out, you're just like, ooh, there it is. Yeah, yeah, there and, it uh, is. I just, I just, you know, I would just love, especially the third time. You know, I just want to see Taves just go over, pick it up, and just be like, yeah, 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 you know, okay, commission, and then just go for it. Uh, I'd like to see that. Um, or oh, what yeah. I'd really like to see, and, and I kind of thought it might happen with uh, Ray Bork back in the day when he won with the Avalanche, uh, where I, I was really thinking that Joe Sackick was going to say, just go get it. You know, we've got it. We've had it before. I've done it before. Uh, go get it, man. Go do it. I'd, I would kind of like to see I, that. I don't know why. Who cares? It doesn't have to be the captain. Who cares? Has to be the captain. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There are rules there's, to abide by here, There's zero rules on that. There's zero rules. It's just one of those Gotta hockey traditions Why isn't the entire team God forbid we move on from this hockey tradition and do something different or something entertaining. You're going to talk about uh, bigger nets soon, aren't you? No, I'm not going to go that far. Uh, no. But yes, Smaller get rid of the posts. trapezoid. Isn't it funny? Everything changes but this damn trapezoid. Get rid of this Okay, um, <laughs> let's get back to the draft here. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. Tangent done. Over. Tangent. Right. We're cutting it off. Done. Um, 
Another big trade that happened, which is a bit of a surprise because of the quality of the prospect, was Griffin Reinhardt, who could not, for the life of him, crack the New York Islanders lineup. He was, what is it, fourth overall? A couple years ago, uh, the same Yakupov, Gregorenko, uh, Gregorenko draft, sorry. He got traded to Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, yeah. They got a deal. right, he couldn't crack the uh, lineup there, and uh, he struggled a bit in the American League, uh, as I was sort of reading up on this trade and, you know, digging in there and, and learning a bit more. Uh, apparently, he did struggle a bit in the American League, but, you know, he's got a lot of upside, and... Um, well, first overall upside, yeah. yeah so, a lot of upside. You know, I mean, now they've got him. They've got a Darnell Nurse, and um, I guess we could just hop into that right now too. They they did end up picking up uh, Griba, Eric Griba from Ottawa. They did another from defenseman. Ottawa. Um, so you know, they're slowly but surely putting a blue line together here. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how good it's going to be. I mean, everyone uh, thinks Darnell Nurse is going to be a good player, and he probably will be. And Reinhardt as well. He should be. Maybe it's just going to take him a little bit longer. And uh, Griba helps out. You know, I think that's a good pickup for them. Um, that's that's the best pickup yeah. on D-wise. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, they're addressing that. And then getting uh, Talbot. Uh, it's not going to be, you know, a walk in the park. Going there and getting two points every game against these guys. Uh, well, it might be a bit of a shootout. You might have to score a few goals. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Outside of the first five minutes of the game, even, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a. Uh, it, it was an attempt, but I thought it came a little bit short. They did have the assets to move, and they may have. I I don't know. I'm not too sure about that Reinhardt kid, like you said. Yeah. Um, to me, he's got fourth fourth overall talent. He suppose he was projected to do really well. Uh, I didn't follow him in the AHL last year. That's a little bit of news for me. Well, but yeah, he did I, cost I, I didn't me. either. Like I said, I'm just I was just reading up on it the last. Uh, yeah, he so. cost quite a quite a penny though. He cost a first round pick, 16th overall, and he cost a second round pick, 33rd overall. Yeah, and, and you got to think that this was a Yakupov Yakupov draft that this guy was picked, and most of the players in that draft still haven't cracked the lineup. Yeah, no, there's only like four or five of them that have. So it's still a very very young draft. And the guy should be coming in to play this year and next year, mainly. Yeah. O- only the top end talent has like Galchenyuk, Yakupov, uh, Riley have had a major impact in the NHL thus far, at least at that level. But most of those players, like second rounders, haven't come through. You know, most third rounders, of course, right. down down below haven't either. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's so still interesting to see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. And and the Islanders, I think, did really well. Uh, most everyone seemed to agree that. You know, they had uh, Matthew Barzell, which was a good pick. And I can't remember who they picked for uh, the 33rd overall, but um, it, it just kind of escapes me off the top of my head. But but anyway, I think people seem to be happy with that, you know, that it was a good trade for them as well. Uh, coming up here next week, we have the UFA uh, frenzy, the, the free agent frenzy coming up here. We've got quite a few things that might happen, but what I'm mostly looking forward to is the amount of trades that should be happening. Because everything that didn't happen during the draft, I'm looking at you, Toronto, I'm looking at you, Chicago, and I'm looking at whoever's going to be dealing with these kids. Yeah, yeah. This is all going to be happening this week. 